a Sunday morning. The rain poured down outside like heaven itself was draining its swimming pools for winter, and here I was on Discord with three mooks ready to talk about some retro video games. One had a strange obsession with some oversized paperweight called the 3DO. Never once saw a game that was actually good on it, but he was determined to justify his purchase. Another seemed laser-focused on PC games, straying only to play the games assigned for each discussion topic. A fool's errand, if you ask me. Gaming PCs are money pits like sports cars, while consoles never need upgrades. And the third guy? Didn't know jack about him aside from him replacing some other schmo who abandoned his duties to get married and have a life in reality. In short, a loser. But who was I to talk? I was one of those guys who, against all odds, legit loved Kingdom Hearts, a series that logically only kids should love, though ironically requires an adult intellect to make sense of the story. Mm-hmm. God alone knows why four thirty-somethings kept on getting together every two weeks like clockwork to discuss what should be something only kids are into, but hey, life's funny like that sometimes. Click on the right link on the Red Leaf Retrocast website and you can find anything. And now, on with the show. It's episode 80, Red Leaf Retrocast. Very somber mood to start off the podcast. Boo. JD. Boo, Kingdom Hearts. Boo. I like that intro, though. I'm just the guy that replaced somebody. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> just some dude that came off on a, in off the street with some of that Valkyrie. You could have walked into any podcast, but why did you choose ours? Oh, you know, it seemed like a nice place. There was that, <laughs> there was that strange allure, and I just thought to myself, yeah, it seemed nice. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing sort of a Sin City and, well, I don't want to spoil what... Well, the fucking half game the games we played for this podcast were like that. Hell, <laughs> well, Nancy Drew was not like that. Hell yeah, it was. You didn't play the right version then. Nancy Drew was definitely a 40-year-old man with scruff beard walking around a mansion. And Driver 3 was definitely like not like that. Oh, you're getting ahead of yourselves. Yeah, we got the uh, detective theme today uh, from Colin over there. Hell yeah. I'll pick that one. <laughs> Kay, you're here from the wrestling podcast. Joey, my best friend, you're here. How do you feel? I feel fine. I mean, I've been up since four in the morning, so let's get this on the roll. All right. I grew a beard just for this podcast. Felt like it was required to play these games. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the commitment there. You also yeah. have a duster coat and a fedora hat. I am wearing a fedora hat and a leather jacket. That sounds terrible. Is it also raining on your end? Because it is on mine. <laughs> no, it was snowing, in fact. And uh, Oh, really? Oh, my God, I am fucking tired. So, here was my night last night. Here I am playing Desperados 3, trying to beat this game, and then I was like, fuck it, I'll play more Max Payne. Another game we're covering on the podcast. Then, in the middle of uh, causing mayhem in the streets of New York City, the fire alarm goes off. There's smoke everywhere in the building. I think the place is fucking on fire. I go down. <laughs> Wait, that's a smell of weed. I... <laughs> Oh no. But it's not even just weed. There is a po- Halloween party on the second floor of the building. A smoke machine. Is what it seems like. <laughs> we'll go outside in 30 degree weather Fahrenheit for those that aren't living in America. And it takes about 10 minutes for the fire truck to get here. They roll out a fog machine with a bunch <laughs> of women, middle aged looking, Why? with their wine glasses in hand. Like, oh, oh ruining God. our parties. <laughs> Fucking setting that thing off. We're all pissed off, right? <laughs> this is at like 10 o'clock at night, by the way, or whenever I messaged you guys. Oh, jeez. Yeah, whenever that was. Uh, Wait, cut- people actually leave the apartments when the fire alarm goes off? 
while there was actually smoke in the building going into everyone's rooms. So everyone's like, oh shit, that's nah, bad. That's fine. <laughs> don't want to die. Man. Yeah. I don't think I've left for a fire alarm in like seven years. Oh my god, I I always check like what it is. I go down to the the thing is the fire alarm in this building tends to go off way too easily. It's like too sensitive because they put like seven fire alarms in every apartment. But this was oh, the uh, but uh, the, this was the alarm on the um, in the hallway of the second floor. So uh, cut to twelve thirty at night. The fire alarm goes off again because there was residual smoke that wasn't aired out of the building. They just closed the doors, so then it just slowly went up and got it a couple hours later. Set it off again. Didn't leave my apartment that time. Cut to 4 a.m. As I get a another political text message. How fun are those? Oh, so fun. So my much God. fun. I'm telling you, I get them like constantly throughout the day from different numbers. I can't block them. But yeah, cut to like 3 in the morning, 3.30, whatever time it was. Fucking asleep. And this son of a bitch alarm goes off again, but this time it was actually from someone smoking weed. <laughs> oh, man. Christ. I was like, this night is terrible. I just had a rough night. Rough, rough Sounds night. Sounds like you had a good time. But, but luckily, I had my car all heated up and everything. I was like, I'm going to sit in here until they can give us the go-ahead to go back inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the only one with that idea. <laughs> Yeah, they, they basically made everyone leave the apartment when the fire fire department had to come a third time. It took them like an hour to air everything out properly. And uh, yeah, I imagine the building owners are less than pleased. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But those middle-aged, uh, middle-aged mobs were having way too much of a party over there. Dude, when I saw like five women come out with wine glasses, I'm like, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> To top it off, the fire department rolling out this giant fog machine. I'm like, who thought that wasn't going to set off a fire alarm? Fog? Smoke? No? Don't think that's, uh... No? Okay. We won't put one and one together. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. You expect them to use their brains? <clears throat> Clearly they don't have those. Well, they're drinking wine on Halloween during the coronavirus period, having a party with, like, ten people. You know. Exactly. Halloween corona party! Woo! At the height of intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how are you guys? Well, it was better before this penalty was awarded to Newcastle. Ooh, are they playing uh, Everton? Yeah. Colin. I'm just currently existing. Well, okay, you can exist after uh, Colin answers how he's doing. How those muscles doing? Ah, uh, they're, they're stiff, but recovering. Mm. Did a certain other body part get stiff playing a certain game for this podcast? No? Depends on the game. Depends on the game. <laughs> Depend depends on the hologram that's actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my or God. depends on how how angry it makes me. Give me oh. a rage boner. Rage boner. Ooh, I got I got one of those in one of these games. I I can I can confirm <laughs> I rage bet boner. You do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've I've barely had time for anything these past couple of weekends it's just uh lots of family stuff first last weekend it was my my brother and his family coming over here to fix up our porch and then just yesterday was halloween so i was spending that with family 
Come on, Canadians don't celebrate Halloween on October 31st. When do we celebrate it then, Mr. Expert? I don't know, it's in like November, December something. <laughs> yeah, you got it backwards, and you're thinking of Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, Thanksgiving is October 3rd. <laughs> For I Canadians. I know this. But anyways, uh, Kay, how's existing going? Uh, it's uh, it's going okay. I've been doing what three things for the past two weeks. I've been binge watching uh, the wrestler Kiri Suzuki matches on YouTube. Uh huh. Playing thirteen Sentinels and sleeping. Okay, well, I like the sleep part. <laughs> oh, you don't like thirteen Sentinels? No, that's fine. That's fine. I like sleep more. Yeah, sleep's good. Sleep's very good. Kind of my prime prime uh prime wish right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. I should feel refreshed with daylight savings time. That sh surely should not exist in 2020 anymore. I hate no, daylight savings. Fucking stupid. I hate this thing. Let's all move to Arizona. Doesn't exist there. <laughs> They're just went. Yeah, Is it really not? not? Yeah, yeah. The state's just like we're not doing this anymore. Fuck this shit. Yeah, it's one of. <laughs> oh, that's so baller, man! I wish my state did that. Yeah. Okay, I wish all the states did that. <laughs> they have you the right. What? How awesome is that? Wait. They're just like we're just not going to do this. Okay. <laughs> if any politician made their platform abolishing daylight savings, they'd win in a landslide. Oh my god, don't give Trump any ideas. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, Doesn't matter sure. what country it is. I'm sure he has other ideas. <laughs> Anyways, Detective Games, uh, what's everyone been playing? I'll go first for once. How about that? Let's get crazy. Okay. I beat Hollow Knight. On the Nintendo nice, Switch. Nice. Yes, took me over 30 hours. That game is so long. Yep. I felt like I played three straight Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. The uh you would like this game, Joey. Unless you've already played it. I haven't played it. Yeah. It's it's very much Metroidvania, get powers, good combat, uh cryptic little story to it all. Which is, uh, so it's it gets comparisons to Dark Souls because it has this like cryptic lore and story to it, along with if you die, all the souls you collected, haha, uh -huh, uh, or the uh, money, in this in this case, um, gets left behind in a big shadow form, and you got to go back and get it, otherwise you just lose it all. Uh, so there's that aspect to it. But anyways, yeah, the um. I realized, because what happened, Colin, you might be interested, is I played this game for like 10 hours, and yes. I guess I reached a point where I was just having way too much trouble with the game and just put it down and didn't pick it up until fucking year and a half later. Like, it, you kept talking about it, it's like, I gotta play Hollow Knight, I gotta beat this thing. <laughs> so yeah, I realized I was definitely not doing so much of the game that's needed to progress like collecting important charms putting a build together like uh if you want to do a magic sort of build to it all uh if you want to do a melee uh style build you want to get special abilities that like regain health kind of situations i was not doing any of that so it took me like a good because i was very far in the game um story and progression wise but I couldn't progress anymore because of the lack of builds that I had. And I had, like, no extra vessels for magic. I had no extra health 
because I just never found the masks. So it took me a good, like, four to six hours just collecting what I needed to be strong enough to progress. So that was, I was, like, full in Google mode because I just didn't know what I had already collected and, and where. So uh, that took a long time. And then uh, Kay, <laughs> as he was listening to me play this game in the Discord, I was furious in sections. <laughs> It was reminding me of the crash stuff you were going when you were in so much pain. Though I think this was kind of worse. You were actively saying how much you hated it. It's like, I fucking hate how difficult some sections are. Some bosses are just super cheap and how they bounce around the room. Uh, looked up, like, YouTube Let's Plays on how to beat these fuckers. And, of course, they're the strongest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm like, you assholes <laughs> need to be my level <laughs> and show me how to be better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a lot of grinding uh that was sort of not enjoyable but i fully admit i basically did that to myself just this is a case where i feel like i played the game incorrectly <laughs> once i got to a point where i was progressing and not dying like every 10 feet it's like hey this game's really fun what do you know <laughs> Now that said, I ended up getting like 95% completion with this fucking thing. So, uh, outside of like a couple bosses I just could not beat no matter how strong I was, outside of a couple... Uh, so when you kill certain warriors, they have also dream versions of themselves that are even harder. There was a couple of those that I just stood no chance against. Um, there's multiple endings you can get with Hollow Knight, which I thought was really cool. I didn't expect that. Uh, so there's this flower in the game i don't know if you've gotten this far colin as my cat's playing with multiple toys <laughs> uh we'll see if he hops on the mic table here shortly colin did you ever find this flower in the game i might have i remember coming across a character that wants you to, to deliver it without teleporting right through the the map and that's pretty hard because you also can't take any damage otherwise the flower will be destroyed and then it's a it's a really tough quest that I haven't bothered with yet. But. So, ironically enough, maybe this is ironic. I don't know. The uh, my boss at work loves Hollow Knight. Oh yeah, loves Hollow Knight because I was up pretty late trying to beat this game, uh, and realized ah shit, it's like one thirty in the morning. So another another day of lack of sleep for me, par for the course, I guess these days. Uh, yeah, he is obsessed with that game, and he's like, yeah, I'm on my third time trying to beat it, I'm I'm trying to do a, uh, like a no-death run throughout the whole game situation. I told him about the flower, and he just goes, oh man, it's so much easier if you just go to the tram system, and, uh, then you can, like, it, it transports you basically across the map in a certain way. Uh, the pro the, the downside to that is it puts you in an area which is much more difficult to not get hit, so it's a kind of a risk-reward situation. So you oh, skip yeah. half the map, but then it's a little bit harder near the end. Uh, so he was, like, giving a bunch of ice, and I was like, oh, it's a little too late. I already, I already said, fuck it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was able to beat the Hollow Knight, your main boss, uh, and there's a final form to it called Radiance. Oh, this yeah. asshole is a level of difficulty my mind couldn't comprehend. Imagine a bullet hell platformer in which the guy will do, I, I think it was like, it was either two or three uh, 
soul's worth of damage. So he hits me like twice and I'm dead, essentially. Oh, yeah. Along with bullet hell mechanics of all the attacks he's doing. It was impossible. I couldn't even, I tried for an hour and just couldn't even get on the second form. I was like, this is not happening. So I just gave up. (laughs) (laughs) Beat the game, the Hollow Knight, uh, uh, stopped the infections from spreading. That was it. Like, okay, fun game. Beat Desperados 3 last night. Uh, I had five missions, no, four or five missions left in the game. Uh, For those wondering, Desperados 3 is a game that came out this year. And it's a uh, Western cowboy real-time strategy type game uh, where it's all put together in the form of puzzles basically being solved, trying to take out various enemies, trying to get people across the map, whatever. Each stage is entirely uniquely different to each other. And uh, my most proud moment was last, uh, yes, I guess it was yesterday afternoon. I got to the point in the game where each level or stage takes at least an hour to complete. Like, it's long and daunting. Like, you really got to sit down and think out how you're going to play through this entire stage. Well, one of them I beat in, I think it was 14 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then it gave me a speedrun medal. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? (laughs) What did I do? So I went super big brain on that one. Don't know how I did it. It was just my big brain just clicked and was like, you're going to have big brain. You're going to go over there and do that, do this. You're going to win. So, um... (laughs) After doing that, I was like, oh my god, I can get away with a lot more things that I thought I could do. Because I was really just playing a, playing the game about taking out each enemy, kind of a one-by-one situation, doing unique <laughs> little uh, uh, puzzle mechanics that the game has in each stage. This one, I'm just I'm just going to weave in and out of these people, and I'm going to get to that pier. Because I thought like there was a whole second stage to it, which a lot of the levels have, but instead it just ended. Then I, out of curiosity, I looked up kind of a YouTube Let's Play on it. And like, yeah, this guy, this one guy took like an hour 20, went the, went the opposite way of the map, uh, did have to take out a bunch of enemies to get further by. And then I watched the speed run and he kind of went the same route to it all. Of course they did it in like four minutes, (laughs) you know, but anyways, yeah, beat Desperados 3, very satisfying. And the final stage was, uh, it, it was a timed mission and you, uh. You had to figure out the puzzle within within four minutes. I timed it out because I'm like, how long do I really have to do all this? Uh, so the guy's in a um, a shootout, but all all of the uh, major bosses, dude, are like surrounding you. So you and your party have to surround them in the span of four minutes in a way where you can take out at least ten out of the thirteen dudes in one shot. So. I uh, had to do that. It took me 20 minutes to figure that out. So it was pretty difficult. Uh, but they, it's one of my favorite games of the year. Very fun. I do recommend it for those that want a uh, a puzzle-type strategy game. A uh, little difficult at times with a controller, because it's probably better on PC, I will admit. Uh, but I did play it on the PS4, and I don't regret it. That's what I've been doing. Who's nice. next? I'll go. I've I've barely had time for any games due to reasons I've already said. Fucking families, am I right? <laughs> but yeah. No, I stay in quarantine like a good citizen. Uh, I do as well. Yeah. 
So I don't know what your problem is, Colin. Sounds like <laughs> a breaking quarantine. You have no sympathy for Joey over here who's had the COVID? I'm living in a country that actually does its quarantine right. Oh, you're going to pull that card on us, huh? Damn right. <laughs> Believe this. There's no way to refute that. He's correct. <laughs> Look, just because Joey also lives in the, in the state with the worst outbreak, I think, in the U.S. currently. <laughs> <laughs> Only, by <laughs> Only by numbers. Only by numbers. Not percentage. <laughs> just raw numbers. But yeah, hey. I still had time for a couple of hours of cross code last Monday. That's right, time for the bi weekly yeah, update. Obviously, yeah. And I was finally able to beat that boss I mentioned last cast. Because I just needed a little time away from it to breathe. Now I'm ready to take on the next dungeon. But first, some side quests. Mm hmm. Those are always good for buffing up your levels. Yeah. And one, one complaint I have about the game thus far is that in most environments, but especially the jungle, it's, it's hard to know what platforms are on the same height as you. Thus, you need to be careful where you jump when you're higher up. Ah, yes. We played it's a game just, like that for the podcast where it was an issue. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the perspective makes it hard to know. Although you can, you can get around that by doing your projectile attack to see if it bounces off the next platform or not or where it casts its shadow mm -hmm. but, but that's really my only continual gripe with the game thus far but since since october 30th has come and gone i'm i'm gonna be downloading the angry video game nerd video game onto my switch shortly so i'm looking forward to playing that yeah um yeah. Before we move on to what Joey's been playing, have you guys been checking out Phasmophobia? Hey. Sounds familiar. I was just about to talk that. Oh, well then I'll, I'll shut it. up. Joey, go for it. Well, I'll start with the other game I played, Satisfactory, because uh, Update 3.5 came out, so I've been playing that a little bit. But I've been playing uh, Phasmophobia, and it's been a lot of fun. We should play together, it Joey. Yeah, uh, you got it on Steam. If you got VR, I want to. You got to play as VR because it's hilarious when you play with people who are doing VR. I don't have an Oculus. Hmm, that sucks. I don't have that because <clears> I like VR. laughing at people. But it's just a very bare bones game. But it's just so much fun, especially when you actually immerse yourself and you don't use Discord, so you only use the in-game chats. That's just... that's something I agree with because uh, I played, I played it at a. Uh... Uh, uh, through a couple friends of mine that just never get to talk to or see, and we were using the uh, walkie-talkies. That is so stressful. <laughs> yeah, especially when it cuts out when they're on a hunt, and you're like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Yeah, your light oh, starts, shoot. your flashlight starts flashing. You're like, "Oh no, no, uh, uh, Fred, can you hear me? Not Fred! Oh God! <laughs> Go in the room! The old lady's after me!" <laughs> I had one game where I just had to outrun the ghost because it kept getting closer behind me. The heart. Heartbeat sound started coming. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Sanity <laughs> level has has dipped below thirty percent. You have no you have no hope. <laughs> I played a little bit on the beta, and the beta was buggy at the time. That we played one level where the ghost couldn't do anything. We couldn't get any like any uh, investigation done. They couldn't kill us. All our insanity was zero. It kept going on hunts, but we just stood still because it just glitched out 
the ghost was there but wasn't so it was good times and then other times some of the like the spirit box wouldn't work or the origin wouldn't work so playing on beta actually adds that little extra layer of difficulty <laughs> but yeah i enjoy it it's like it was a perfect like october video game it's su- it's super fun super simple uh I like how uh, you can, if your friends die, you can take a picture of them and get your insurance money, get their insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I like taking pictures of them when they get strangled. <laughs> uh, so uh, I will say I've also watched a bunch of Let's Plays on them because it's it's thoroughly entertaining to watch uh, watch them. I've watched uh, AEW wrestlers <laughs> playing Phasmophobia, which is pretty funny. Um, I must say. You don't play it with the walkie-talkie, and you're just in regular chat. Lame. That is lame sauce. Yeah, it takes out a lot of it. Like, just feeling alone, if like, not close to you, and during the hunt, because the walkie-talkie doesn't work during the hunt. So you can talk normally with the voice chat, but you don't want to, because the ghost will find you. Right. Yeah, that's that's one thing. If you do talk in the game through the game audio, uh, the, <laughs> the ghost does hunt you if it's the right ghost, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think... But it's just, I don't know, it's, there's a lot to it for just being a simple game created by one person. Yeah. I watched um, I watched one Markiplier Let's Play of Phasmophobia. Like, him and his friends are super entertaining playing it. So, Markiplier is, uh, I was watching it from, I think his name's Bob? His perspective? Because uh, they're all uploading their own perspective of the game. So I was watching Bob's perspective. And Markiplier's like in the house, and they left him behind by accident. So oh, you can, no. so you can hear, you can hear him on the walkie-talkie. He's like, "Guys, did you leave me, leave me behind?" And then it just cuts out. So then all they can hear, so they go to the front door, which is of course locked, and uh, all they can do is hear him screaming, <laughs> like through the echo of the house, <laughs> and they're just cracking up because they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> Very funny. Cat, you're killing me. Pick a spot. I love it when you're about to walk in. Like, someone's alone in the house, you're about to walk in, and the door shuts in your face. You're like, well, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's various other Let's Plays I've watched where guys are leaving the house, and they just start start spamming the name of the ghost (laughs) as they leave. And then, of course, the friend who's last in line, the door slams on him and just kills him. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. They all laugh. It's funny. So my buddy likes to play. He gets the ghost name, and all he does is just spam it the whole time. And he, I think, died ninety percent of the time I played with him. It's hilarious. Oh, he dies. Yeah, because the one. Yeah. Generally, I haven't the one died yet in the game, so no. I've been lucky. Pretty terrifying the first time you die. You don't know. Yeah, what's I just happening. don't want to. So if I'm playing with Brad, I know he's gonna die. So I just I say, Hey, Brad, go do something stupid for me, and he does all the dumb shit. <laughs> I really should be counting how much my cat keeps jumping up and around the mic table. I really should. This is utterly insane. Ah. Does it work on the Valve Index? What? The the game. I, I don't know what that is. Is, is, is that through Apple that's or something? That's the Valve's VR thing that they it should. released alongside Half-Life Alex. It should work with any VR, I believe. Yeah, Except yeah. PlayStation VR. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not on PlayStation. Because <laughs> I'm... I'm intending to get a new computer by next week, so I might end up getting that. I don't know if they change or not, but the people who get to play VR get an extra inventory slot. 
Because well, you fun. get the you get the two extra, and you can actually use both hands to hold things. Ooh. But I don't know if that was a bug or if it's intended. Like a flashlight in the left hand and the um, spirit box in the right. Yeah, but if you play on the PC, you only get the three inventory slots. Once you have something in your hand, that's it. I'm waiting for the moment that they add an update because the amount of just stuff they could add to it to just increase. Uh, just stress and whatnot is I'm waiting for someone let's say uh, I think it was the I think it's the asylum level where you're parked in a garage and you're like right next to the door of the building so you're technically yeah. in the building I'm waiting for someone in the truck to get caught and die I want that to be an update in the game where it is possible to die in the truck that would suck like they, the, the, the door can, uh, uh, if you don't, uh, close the door properly or have some, have, like, have salt in front of it or something, uh, maybe a level above professional. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of saying. I think, it, I think just additives like that would be super fun because you think you're just totally safe in the truck. But did you play the Halloween update? No. I mean, the only thing Halloween update did was fix a lot of bugs and also they made the, the garage where you used to do the menu have a bunch of pumpkins and jack o' lanterns. Ah, cute. <laughs> hey, does this sound like a game for you? Uh, I mean, I don't have a PC that could probably play it or VR. So, I mean, if I ever got those two things, I definitely would want to check it out. That's for sure. I don't think you need that good of a PC. It was built in Unity. You don't understand, Joey. His PC. Might as well be a tablet. <laughs> it's a Chromebook. I do plan on getting a new okay, laptop here enough. in the coming weeks. So we got two people this podcast need computer updates. Hey, I'm at least going to do something about it. I've already got yeah, one. Computer off. <laughs> and my audio issues should be a thing of the past. One can only hope. And Kay, I know you've been playing 13 Sentinels. You, uh, you mentioned that, but save that for the modern game cast if you don't mind. Sure, sure. I won't say anything about that. Uh, I think the only other gaming thing that I have been doing is uh, in preparation for Melina dropping in, in Mortal Kombat 11, I have been hopping back onto Mortal Kombat and playing through matches. to get some of the knocks with that rust off and everything. And uh, plan on hopping into ranked mode once Melina drops and see how far I can get this year. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so the PS5 and Xbox series are coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, I think it'll be out by the time the next podcast is recorded. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to be able to get our hands on it, unfortunately, because of supplies, which is really a bummer. It really is, because Joey, you wanted the series and I wanted the PS5. Yeah, when is PS5 drop? 11th or something. Yeah, I think the Xbox is like the 10th or 11th as well. Yeah, I think they're similar in dates. But regardless, it's <laughs> I even put a a, a tweet out, uh, quote tweeting uh, PlayStation, because they're like, are you excited for the PS5? I was like, I would be. I have the money saved. I could give it to you now, but there's no PS5 to buy. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, I was like, fuck. I've had this money saved for like a year. <laughs> like, I just want to give you the cash <laughs> like give me your box <laughs> i just bought a switch so i'll be fine for yeah, yeah, yeah. the time being already had switch 
shovel. Yes. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's on PS4. That's like the only game I would have gotten with the PS5 at launch, so I'm fine with that. I'll wait. Well, I got uh, I got Cyberpunk pre-ordered, but I'm pretty sure that game doesn't exist. I think it's fake. Uh, no, it doesn't. Does it exist? <laughs> Keanu Reeves would beg to differ. Well, Keanu Reeves was also in the Matrix, so who knows what who's who knows what to believe. So are we the game now? I th- I, th- I think we are actually the game, and we're waiting for our latest update, and that is Cyberpunk. <laughs> Wait, was the was the game the friends we made along the way? No, that's how you win the game. Mm. Oh. If we die in the game, do we not die for real? That's a what good question. What is for real? What Ooh, is real? Deep thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so Cyberpunk was delayed again after it went gold, so I guess it's going platinum now. But uh, yeah, I'm of, of the mind this game doesn't exist until it exists. <laughs> yeah, same mindset I had with Final Fantasy VII Remake. doesn't exist until it's actually in my hands. That's Fate right. Exists. Yeah, we, did, we all thought that. <laughs> oh, man. I did pre-order Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the PS5, so... I have that awaiting for me. At least I'll so have a game. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say you have a game. Who knows if you're ever gonna get PS5? Yeah, it's I. I just um, just want that on next gen. Uh, I think that's where it's gonna be best played. That's where I want it to be played. And if I can't play it until the PS5. So be it. I'll at least have it. Um, won't have to spend like five hundred and eighty dollars as opposed to <laughs> sixty bucks. Right now, right? Uh, Cyberpunk's not, to my knowledge, coming out with a next-gen copy itself, but it has the free upgrade. A lot of games are doing that. Right, which makes their delay seem more to do with next-gen than current-gen. Or the I've seen it go both ways. The reasoning seems to be either it won't play well on the current-gen, which is like a promise that they broke if that's the case, because they, they kept saying for sure it'd be played on this gen perfectly fine. Who's they? Both? Uh, those, the, the developers, CD Projekt, they made a strong statement saying that as much as it's going to go for next gen, it's first and foremost a this gen cons- uh, game. But now it seems like they're saying, no, 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 it's a next gen game that's having trouble on current gen. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a lot, of, lot of things they're saying and then going back on. So I canceled my pre-order until it actually comes out, seeing if it's any good or not, because I'm getting a little, personally gotcha. getting a little worried. So... Well, I've had uh, some people ask me, like, why did I bother pre-ordering it? So, apparently, uh, at least what GameStop's offering is, if you pre-order a game, you get then a coupon of $10 uh, back, so that $10 increase for a lot of games, you get it back, and, it, and uh, I'll be using it for, the, the like, the next purchase, and they, they have a long expiration date, uh, to my knowledge, so I'm like, yeah... I'll do that it's no problem um so then if this fake cyberpunk game comes out i will have it for ten dollars less so it's back to those normal standard uh video game prices we've come to come to know the last few generations yeah it's kind of weird that it's taken up this long to get to 70 i still don't think some games should be 70 dollars. there's certain games that maybe should stay at 60 well, you like are seeing big, that. Big ones. Yeah, your big AAA games, I can understand to some degree, right? But like your annual sports franchises, those things should be like 50 bucks. Oh my tops. God. You want to talk about some bullshittery? So NBA 2K21 
has unskippable ads in the game. Wait, unskippable ads in a game you pay $60 for? Yes. And because it's 2K, they're increasing their price next gen to 70 So not only are you, you know, paying really? more money, you have that's ads bold. to watch to it. Oh, it sounds like that's a game I'll never play. Uh, correct. <laughs> yeah. Let's go buy old sports games. Go buy old sports games. It's the best thing you can do right now. If you I have play way more games. fun with older sports games these days. Like uh, NBA 2K8, I believe, is one I really like because it has a franchise mode you can play with like four friends and it's uh, it's full-on franchise mode with multiplayer. Fucking awesome. I have a old Sega Genesis baseball game that you could do a fantasy draft and, and have multiple friends be involved in that. So this is doable, but they don't do that. They'd rather put ads in the game and make it it's terrible. Terrible stuff. What else or if you're talk? mad and just not make a game at all. <laughs> right. If you're mad and just make last year's game and then worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, what else we got to talk about? Is that about it? Yes? No? I can't, I can't think of anything. Else. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. I will play this sweet Castlevania music because it's Halloween time. Uh, oh, actually, I have give a follow-up take, question. Give or take I... twelve hours. Yeah, and uh, we'll get this. We'll get this podcast going. All right. So just a quick question: Is there a what is your, what is everyone's kind of favorite spooky game? Since we're not doing a, a Halloween theme this year. Hmm. Good question. Resident Evil 2. The remake or the old one? Oh, I like the remake more, but the old one was my favorite as a kid. So, But the remake is done to perfection, so I'd say the remake. Mm, why not both? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Why not both? Oh. I uh, love Alone in the Dark 4, The New Nightmare. That is a game we discovered playing this pod- uh, on this podcast uh, way back in the early days. Uh, I love that game. Uh, not to be confused with Alone in the Dark 2 on the 3DO that we recently played. <laughs> <laughs> but this is very much kind of in that old Resident Evil, you know, uh, top-down isometric type perspective. Uh, uh, pre-rendered graphics. It has a very goofy, um, I guess, plot to it all. Uh, you play with two characters, just like Resident Evil 2, uh, through different perspectives of, of the story. Um, the puzzles aren't too difficult. Uh, I, I feel Resident Evil games are sometimes too cryptic. You know, we played Silent Hill recently as well, and there's definitely a puzzle there that's very cryptic. So, uh, I think I only came across one in Alone in the Dark 4. I was like, eh, this one's no bueno. Don't like this one. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand the purpose. Uh, I really do like that game. I think I... I think I beat it this year, or at least half of it. I know I replayed it earlier this spring and it was the the dude's uh the dude's path i only played his just felt like it and um so yeah alone in the dark four is my kind of i guess it's my favorite uh horror game so joey how about you phasmophobia is that your is that your new one not currently but i would say resident evil 2 growing up oh you too got some resident evil fans colin 
Well, keep in mind, I don't really play a lot of horror games, but Bless I guess me. I'd Halloween, have to say, you have to lie. <laughs> I guess I'd say Resident Evil 4. Although I also like uh, Luigi's Mansion and uh, Resident Evil 3, the Resident Evil remake. That one actually legit scared me. There are a couple of non-horror games that actually that still scared me, like Half-Life and Descent. I think you can count those as horror. Absolutely. To a certain extent. I mean, but I don't, the only reason I don't is because those are games where you're armed to the teeth. So, you can or still can be spooked be. out. Like, you're pretty, you're pretty well-armed in fear, and that's a scary game. Yeah, yeah. I also like Dead Space 1 and 2. Dead Space is a good one. I've been meaning to beat that game and play play it more for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I definitely think, worth it. I think what happened was Joey got me Bioshock for Christmas one year. Oh, yeah. I believe that's when I also got Dead Space and I played Bioshock and I... Because I was... I just started Dead Space. Yes, that was the same time. Uh, I, I got Dead Space, I started playing it, and then Joey got me Bioshock, and then I started playing that because, of course, I'm going to play my buddy's gift, and I didn't put it down because it's Bioshock. I love that game. <laughs> that game was really good. Not Bioshock Infinite, not to be confused. Because I know uh, you and I... I love that game. Well, Joey and I played Bioshock Infinite too, so I was making it clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Dead Space. I, I should, if I have the time, I'm going to play that. Yeah. I'm going to. Which reminds me, I should I should be playing System Shock too. <gasps> I mean, I have that on my GOG account, but I haven't I played it yet. God damn it! Stop adding games to my lists. <laughs> Perhaps in the future we can do a sci-fi horror uh, topic, and then System Shock Two can be on that list. I mean, you have a theme that you could pick in the future where you have that power. But I have so many other themes I want to do. Aww. Well, I mean, you could usurp K and say, K, you have to pick this theme. <laughs> Although. Right. Hey, listen, we'll at least do I just want one theme, the, <laughs> the one in July of next year, so I can do Persona 3, damn it. <laughs> this is one request. One request. There's one topic I won't be able to do until, like, next November. You'll see why in time. Ah. Okay. Uh, alright, so might as well play another drop, since we did talk about the spookiness for a, a few minutes. Um, let's see. Mortal Kombat, I'm playing it. <laughs> Fatality. There we go. Fatality. Because a lot of people died in these uh, games we picked for Colin's theme today. Of sure. detective games. Why did you pick this theme, and how did you uh, how did you come to think of this one? Well, truth be told, I'm not I'm not really big into like detective stories per se, but there were a couple of games I really wanted to talk about that fell under this umbrella, and I thought it'd be. And when it comes to like video games, detective games lend themselves really well to puzzles, and I like puzzle games, so I thought, hey, why not? We could get some interesting picks out of this one. Absolutely. We, uh, we, <laughs> no short of interesting, I would say, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, I was not expecting two Game Boy Advance titles <laughs> to be picked. <laughs> That's right, because oh. one of them does have a GBA port, doesn't it? <laughs> Although one one of them is also on the DS, and it's more known for its DS port. Well, later, yes. But its DS release was also is also more than 15 years old, so it counts. God, think about that. The Nintendo DS is over 15 years old now. Yeah, it's wow. It's crazy. I think the 360 is coming up on that. Oh man! <laughs> Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Xbox 360. <laughs> Does that mean we can do an episode where Halo 3 might be involved? Shut your face hole. It already passed. <laughs> Xbox 360 came out November 22nd, 2005. So we got two weeks, and oh, we can start doing 360 games. My oh. God. Uh oh. <laughs> God, that would be, I would be the one that's finally like, I watched a Let's Play, guys. Because <laughs> I don't have a 360. <laughs> I have two. Although one of which I'm borrowing from my dad. Well, give me one then. <laughs> I have one and need to buy another one because what I have now is currently got issues. I suppose I, su I suppose I could buy like an Xbox Series S and just that would be the 360 machine. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that could be an option, and then I would have the the latest gen console uh, and all that. But the game, the the fucking console has to actually be in production, so we can buy these things, right, Joey? You start sure. with thrift shop. That's what my dad does. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. First game, Colin. All right. First game is Max Payne on PS2, Xbox, oh. and PC. I wasn't sure what order you wanted to go in. Fine. I haven't, go with I haven't Max looked Payne. at the list. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Max Payne, developed by Remedy Entertainment, produced by 3D Realms, and published by Gathering of Developers, for the PC version anyway. Rockstar did the console versions. And it was released on PC on July 23rd, 2001, and then ported to PS2 and Xbox later in the year. I'm not sure exactly when. Now, I remember playing this on the PC way back when, and because our computer could be pretty finicky with games, there was no music or dramatic voiceover from Max, so clearly I had quite a different experience than most others. Now, the plot is as follows. Our main character, Max, is a New York City police detective who comes home one day to find his wife and baby murdered by a bunch of junkies. And three years later, after transferring to the drug enforcement agency, or yeah, the drug the drug department, he catches <laughs> yes, wind the drug of a trail. <laughs> like that early. description. It's still early. <laughs> the coffee has not kicked in yet. The coffee anyway. has not kicked in. It's a cold day in hell. <laughs> I'm about to play some Max <laughs> pain. The whole game is like that. I haven't slept in a million years. <laughs> Anyway, he catches wind of a trail to the manufacturers and distributors of the drug that the murderers were high on, called Valkyr. Yes, there's a lot of Norse mythological references in this game. Oh, yeah, so he, investiga he investigates the trail, and along the way, his efforts snowball into a one-man war against everyone involved, as his own way of getting revenge for his family's murder. One thing that's really great about this plot is that it's a parody of itself while still being a pretty good story in its own right. 
almost every shot of Max's face has him smirking <laughs> as if he knows how ridiculous the situation is, but it still plays out like a love letter to those kinds of stories. Now, this this game has some really cool gameplay. It's like it's got some uh it's a third-person shooter, lots of guns involved, and the shooting mechanics are fairly solid. Switching through weapons is pretty easy and the real feature is that you have bullet time mechanics. Matrix can, mode. Yeah. You can like dive sideways in slow-mo and actually see the the trail the bullets leave through the air similar to the matrix and on top of that you don't even have to be diving you can click a button and then everything's slow-mo you're either running side to side or forward somersaulting backward and it's like one thing i found is that it's impossible if you do like a do like a shoot dodge which is like diving to the side in slow-mo you no matter how much damage you take in midair it's impossible for you to die until it ends so you could be diving through a hail of grenades and getting hit with explosions from all over the place and you still won't die i know because i remember exploiting it to win the final level when i played it way back when oh interesting yeah i guess i never noticed that well it uh, does make sense too. in hindsight I did that too to beat the final final boss and everything. The level. Yeah, one thing that might turn some players off is the fact that you have to start on the easiest difficulty and unlock the higher difficulties later. Well, thank God, because this game is tough. Yeah. It's like I old mean, school Mega Man difficulty. You want easy or hard? Well, easy is still fucking hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but the game gives out ammo like candy. Yeah, I, that's okay, because the painkillers are not candy, even though they kind of make a reference to it being candy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of had too many painkillers that I elite some. Oh. I figured yeah, out a I'm nice, easy way to get through the levels. Yeah, I had an issue about playing this when I was younger. Well, I used to, me and JD sucked at this, because I remember the first level kicking our ass for a while. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that train ran... station was, was hell. <laughs> but I, I ran through it, no problem. Yeah, this time around, yeah, wait, yeah, 20 years later, Joey, it's it's a little easier. Especially once you realize that the aim assist is so strong, you just get the shotgun and jiggle peek around the corners and you just can kill everyone before they even shoot you. I mean, you feel real powerful doing that. Yeah. Yeah, for, for a PS2 era game, it looks fantastic. I mean, the graphics are crisp and detailed, Max's coat actually sways with his movement. And I, I didn't see much slowdown in a lot of levels. And well, only if you made it. <laughs> <laughs> I also really like the graphic novel style cutscenes because they got like speech bubbles and dramatic voice acting from Max. And I love Max's dialogue. It's just, it's always fun to listen to. He has all kinds of different turns of phrase and it's always so clever. It's like it, near the beginning of the game, he'll say, collecting evidence had got, gotten old a few hundred bullets back. I was so far past the point of no return, I couldn't even remember what that point looked like anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's all uh, Dick Tracy, neo-noir style stuff. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Now, this screams to me based on the Punisher. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just like the character and the, the way, like, if you slapped the Punisher on this game, I wouldn't question it. <laughs> 
it definitely does feel like uh that was took some inspiration at least for the character design from the punisher right yeah that does make sense and his family getting killed yeah and carrying tons of guns on him at all times yeah my go-to gun was the sawed off shotgun i just used the pump action shotgun yeah i used the pump shotty yeah i used the pump as well when i was younger in particular fights yeah the pump was definitely much better uh i did like using molotov cocktails a lot oh yeah those are fun yeah when you can actually find them well yes of course but when i found them it's like i want to light this guy on fire i want to light this group on fire ha ha (laughs) yeah there's an incidence though you kind of have to have one to kill a boss battle kill a boss uh near the I want to say near the one third point in the game, I think that's right. With the the guy with the uh, tattoo on his face. Hmm. He's in the bar, I guess is a way to put it. He's like, and then he goes into a back room. He's got a ton of health. And oh if yeah, you just, yeah. If you just go in the room, he just lights you up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember now. Yeah. The yeah, well... platforms. In this game. Oh yeah, that could be a pain. Oh my god. This brought back memories to that stupid baby level. Where you're oh, yeah, having the dream to go sequence. on. Yeah, the dream sequence. With that's, the maze and the crying baby. That's exactly how I remember it. Crying. Yeah, that's 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 that that definitely to me is one of those just PTSD sort of levels. <laughs> 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 it, it definitely uh, lived up to my memory of it all. But uh, there's there's a, a point where you're chasing after, I think his name's like Gideon or something, uh, and you're he's running across rooftops and you got to like jump on a pipe and go across a building, jump on a plank, go across a building. But if you just juke left or right, just trying to you know center your character, he just falls right off and dies. Uh, the jumping is kind of screwy, so you might over jump it. And you're just like, well, I'm dead there. Luckily, this game has a good little autosave system, so you don't go back too far, which is quite nice. I think yep. that's attributed to, uh, I guess in today's kind of eyes, very frequent load screens. Because I found like every oh, yeah. seven minutes, I would kind of complete a, uh, a, a section of that stage and a load screen would come up. Anybody else feel this way? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I know a lot of people hate the dream sequences, and I can definitely see why. But personally, when I was playing as a kid, since there was no music, it was actually pretty unsettling because you've got the baby crying in the distance. Where is he? I'll find you. Is that annoying? It was more chilling when I was way back when. But. Well, me and JD got stuck on that level, so it was like hours of us listening to that baby cry because we couldn't. We would like oh, miss a jump on that little maze path and have to start all over or do something stupid and have to start all over. It was just really annoying. The worst. <laughs> but surprisingly, Perfectly yeah, I found I found this game super fun. Remedy, man, uh, they made Control yeah. recently. I definitely see uh, they kind of still have that same style to them all after all these years. Very cool. Very cool stuff. They also they also made Alan Wake. Yes. Another good game. 
and Quantum Break, if I'm not mistaken. I was about to say Quantum Break too, which was uh not not a very good game. Yeah, probably. If I remember playing it. <laughs> so I've never played any of the sequels, which is surprising because I oh, quite like this game. Oh, I love the sequels. The second one is probably my favorite. The third one I like in a weird sort of old dad Max. No, enough of your shit breaking bad kind of way. What about Max Payne 3? That's what I, really I hear people I, talk about that one. That's what I, that's what I just said. It's like I kind of like Max Payne 3 in a weird oh, okay. uh, breaking bad one. Max kind of way. Let's see here. Max yeah, I, I still haven't played the sequels myself, but I hear 2 is the only one worth playing. I like 3, but it's definitely the weaker of the, the trilogy. Max Payne 2 came out in 03. That qualifies. 3 came out in 2012. Wow, that's quite the gap in, yeah. gap in time. It's by Rockstar. So Remedy didn't make it anymore. Interesting. Who made Max Payne right. 2? Remedy. Published no, by Rockstar. Definitely okay, tell so it was the publisher, made by Remedy too. Yeah, the publisher made it themselves. Okay, what happened there? Yeah, you can definitely tell. Like the gunplay felt very like Grand Theft Auto. Oh God, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't even want to think about that. Well, <laughs> shit, I'm gonna have to. Uh, Cause I got a theme in mind. Bro, bro, Max Payne two on there. There we go. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, fun, fun gameplay. Uh, I thought it, I see there was a, there was a weird mixture I was having where I thought this game aged very well. And then in times it did not age very well. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. So in the sense that it aged well, cause it's still very, like there's no glitching, very solid gameplay, good story. Everything's held, holds up. And then the kind of spamming of the uh, the bullet time mechanic and sort of loose controls. It's like, hmm, wish these were tighter. Wish the bullet time was easier to control actually where you're aiming because it just seems like you're moving too fast, even in bullet time. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of my thoughts to it all. And yeah, I do I do like the graphic novel presentation to it. Yeah, and the voice acting is on point. Yes, voice acting is very good. Very good. Uh, very That's good the be the best part. It's uh, this game I attribute to my love for noir detective stuff because prior to this I had no idea what that stuff was, and then I played this. I think I got it as like a birthday present for my uh -huh. PS2, and uh, this sort of made me really like the sort of noir cop smoking a cigarette in the rain sort of deal. <laughs> yes, okay. it's a love letter to that sort of story. I thought it was a yeah, bit overdramatic at that. Uh, graphically, it should it could, yeah. But I think uh, it's it's a good game. I remember playing it a lot when I was younger, um, and really liking the bullet time and jumping to the side all the time. I would always do it to the side. Yeah. I would never like go backwards. Or, <laughs> I would just bullet time to the side because I thought it was the coolest shit. And it never got old. Yeah, yeah. I would leap out of cover and hit bullet time. <laughs> it was just that thing I would do each time I, uh, I had it uh, available and. Uh, I don't remember the baby section too much. I guess maybe I blocked part of that out of my brain. I wouldn't blame <laughs> you for thinking that way. But uh, I remember really liking the game. I think I beat it in like a week and replayed it again. And it's one of the very few games as a kid that I replayed more than once. 
well, the game clocks in around nine hours. So it's not terribly long, uh, especially compared to a lot of games today. It's very affordable. It only goes for about five bucks max. Uh, <laughs> there's a Game Boy Advanced version, <laughs> apparently. Oh, God. Uh, that's about 16, so I don't even want to think about that one. And uh, yeah, I easily pass Max Payne. I was very surprised based yeah. on like what I remembered of it. Yeah, easy pass. Super easy yeah. pass. Definitely passing it. All right. Colin, your second game. All right. I'm sure many of our audience are familiar with this one. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney on Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. Developed and published by Capcom, released in Japan on the Game Boy Advance on October 12, 2001, and later on the Nintendo DS on September 15, 2005, and then in North America on October 11, 2005, and in the EU on March 31, 2006. Now, there isn't much of an overarching plot, but the premise is that our main character, Phoenix Wright, is a newly minted defense attorney on a mission to prove his clients innocent of their crimes, all of them murders. And many wacky hijinks occur along the way, though there's also some very serious events, which is to be expected when you're dealing with murder mysteries. Now, I've played this game at least twice, and I really, I still really enjoy it. The dialogue's funny, the soundtrack's fantastic. Actually, now that I think about it, I can't believe I forgot to mention this game in the awesome soundtracks cast, because it's, it's amazing. And... The mysteries are generally quite quite interesting because you never know what's going to happen next, at least in the later ones. I mean, you don't play as a detective, but you still play and investigate in much the same way as one because the actual detective in the game is so bad at his job, you have to do your own detective work. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played this in years, so it's a nice bit of nostalgia for me. Yeah, I always uh, tended to stay away from this game because I just didn't think it was for me. But uh, story-wise, it was uh, it was quite fun. Um, being that I just played Judgment from the Yakuza series and I beat it this year. Oh yeah, this was like the more PG version of it all, but it was still in the realm of hey, you got this anime type style to it. Uh, you got quirky overreactions to characters. Um, yeah. I really, I really liked how you have to actually pay attention to the spoken word in the dialogue uh, in the game in order to decipher clues uh, to to go th forward in the in the uh, in the courtroom. That was really cool. I was not expecting that. Um, I played the DS version of the game, even though I uh, should have played the Game Boy Advance version. I thought the stylus was very easy to control, very uh, intuitive. Uh, don't have much to complain about this. It's just a very laid back, good little presentation to it. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe too visual novel esque to it all. You know, uh, I I compare this to the Professor Layton series in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. But Professor Layton seemed more a lot more engaging with its puzzles. So maybe yeah. Phoenix Wright could have had a little bit more engagement to it all instead of just. I felt like I was watching something too much, and uh, this isn't the only game that suffered from that well there is a there is actually a crossover game between phoenix Wright and professor layton there sure is 
Yeah. Aren't there several yeah, of those? I only know of the one. I'm sure there might be two more. Nah, there's only one that I know of. I thought there was at least two of them. Could be wrong. I just remember hearing about uh, another one. Whether I guess it got made or not is a different story. If there is, I don't know about it. But... So I played through the first two cases. That's how far I got. Um, I like the Aww. first one and how it sets up. The second one is really goofy. I quite like that one. Uh, so that's how far I got. How far did anyone else get? Anybody? This was uh, high school when I played this. Uh, I think I just got past the first case, and then I kind of returned it. It wasn't for me, but I did enjoy what uh, I played. Couldn't get and my hands on it. Did anybody play the case for? No, I couldn't get my hands on a copy of this. I tried finding the Game Boy Advance one, but it was only Japanese. Aww. So I found a translated version of the third game for the Game Boy Advance to get a feel of it. But I don't have a DS, nor do I have a uh, emulator for DS. Oh, well, I could hook you up with a DS emulator. <laughs> yeah, I realized late last night, I was like, uh, I don't feel like trying to get it work right now. Ah, so I just downloaded the third one just to, because I don't think the game's changed. It's different cases, but it's probably the same buttons for everything. I actually have, uh, you can actually get a DS emulator on your phone these days. <laughs> hmm. Kind of that perspective on how strong phones are. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nuts. I have a I have an interesting way of how I got even to play the first game. Um, there's this little game called Marvel vs. Capcom 3. A bit of a fighting game there. And uh -huh. uh, Phoenix Wright was in that game as a player yeah. character. What? And he was like, he was really, yeah. really busted when he was first put into the game. And I remember playing a lot of him and wondering where he came from because I'd never heard of Ace Attorney up to this point. And I was told by, by uh, my girlfriend at the time that... Um, it's an Ace Attorney game. You should go buy it, play it, because she was a big fan of it. And so I went and I got it, and I got through the first case. It was like, yeah, this is this is definitely not my kind of game, but I liked what I Objection. played. Objection! You have to like this game. <laughs> uh, wait yeah. for somebody to do that. It's been mean to Helen back. <laughs> it's a great meme, though. It never gets old. Yeah. 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 As to be expected of a visual novel-style game, there's lots of emphasis on narrative and connections between the characters. And it all comes to the head. All comes to a head in case four, which is easily the most explosive and mm. exciting. Because it involves our rival prosecutor, Miles Edgeworth, being Edgeworth. on the defense. Fuck him. Yeah. He's too edgy. I was about to say, is he edgy? He's very edgy. He's, he's got to be super duper edgy. Dude's got, dude's got evil anime hair galore going on. Since the Lincoln Park as he walked into the courtroom. He's got that smug, smug, arrogant attitude. Like, you know, he's he's going to win no matter what. He only shops at Hot Topic and only hangs out at night in public parks. Yeah, he, he dresses more like a an aristocrat. Uh, it's only but, for the courtroom. His casual wear is, is, is baggy pants and band t-shirts. <laughs> But yeah, if if you guys are so inclined, I definitely recommend playing to Case 4. Is it a lot of the stuff that's foreshadowed in the first three cases, particularly the DL6 incident, all of that comes to light. And it's a hard case, but the story is a huge roller coaster ride. So I'm reading the fifth case here and how much how many more mechanics they added to it? 
Yeah, the, the fifth case actually wasn't in the original Game Boy Advance release. It was um, created and added later for the DS. Okay, because I'm seeing a lot of... Yeah, I'm like, how would this work on the Game Boy Advance? Because there's uh, uh, tapping areas uh, where you can spray luminol and it reveals blood. Like, it's super forensic-based, it looks like. You can blow yeah. into the microphone to reveal prints. Uh, yeah. I kind of wish they had these gimmicks earlier in the game instead of just kind of going through dialogue it would that's the kind of interaction i thought uh much of the early game was lacking well if you get that far it's it's definitely worth playing and they hmm. and the sequels have some new mechanics as well get makes it a little more interactive well the trilogy released on the nintendo switch maybe i'll just get the trilogy Go for it yeah maybe i'll just do that i pass ace attorney it's fine yeah, it's you, totally fine capcom yeah you Yep, come to good here. Yeah, you gotta tell me what you think of Case 4 of the first game once you play it. Well, Colin, have you seen my game list that I, <laughs> that I keep doing? Come on. It's okay, I'll wait. <laughs> now, another fun fact. This game was originally created as a scathing satire of the Japanese justice system. Oh, well, makes sense. In Japan, they tend to go by guilty until proven innocent, and they tend to be quite merciless in their convictions. Like the conviction rate is nearly a hundred percent. Unless you can be, unless you can be, be proven innocent beyond any doubt, you get convicted, and the percentage of convict. Well, uh, yeah, I just said that. In fact, one of the most successful defense attorneys in Japan, Takashi Takano, has been working for over twenty-five years, and he's only won five cases. Dude, <laughs> I know, right? Christ. <laughs> yeah, their their system's pretty broken. I can wow, see like crimes there. Hey, I can get you off. I've done it five times, so trust <laughs> me. Ignore the other hundred times I failed. You could be number six. Think about that. <laughs> I really want to get on that other hand because I'm tired of just holding up one. <laughs> <laughs> so the game clocks in around 22 hours. Uh, it's very affordable. It goes for about 10 bucks on the DS, plus minus. Uh, and then you can get the uh, the trilogy that's available on the Switch for about 30 bucks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Easy pass. Easy pass, indeed. I'm going to fail it. Really? Why is that? It's not my type of game. I don't really like the graphic novel type games. Like, there's not enough for me. Not enough engagement. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I failed wrestling games on the same premise shouldn't ever fail wrestling game <laughs> well certain wrestling games definitely should be failed. no they're all perfect k you take that back <laughs> i'll see you in the I steel think, cage on sunday oh, i think you 20 would uh beg to differ but i also see you in that steel cage i'll bring barbed wire bat though no you can't bring weapons into a cage you maniac god oh, i mean this is <laughs> what, what is i mean it's a cage match there's no rules in a cage match outside of getting out of the cage look man i'm making the rules here uh, what are you, WWE? Uh, yeah, I'll change him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, you had a game pick. Yeah, I did. It's probably, what, the greatest game of all time? Oh, uh, Nancy Drew, Three Messages in a Haunted Mansion. Hello, who doesn't love Nancy Drew? Who doesn't love Haunted Mansions? What's not to like about this game? Except that it what sucks on the Nancy game. What is Nancy Drew you speak of? <laughs> oh, you know, Nancy Drew, the best detective ever. Probably the best detective on all the list of detectives in our little game collection here. 
Isn't there, are just uh, crazy. Who are the Hardy Boys? Hardly oh my boys? god, that was the that was the first thing that came to mind when I saw Nancy Drew. I was like, oh my god, my my dad had these books. The Hardly Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't think of the South Park one now. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, Joey. Who made Peter this? Brown. When did it come out? What'd you think? Uh apparently it was developed by Her Interactive and Handheld Games and published by Dreamcatcher. Uh, released ah, yes, who could on the PC in 2000 and then Game Boy Advance in 2001. And it just doesn't really work on the Game Boy Advance. Really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking so, nobody. So awkward. I mean, I watched some people play on the PC and it looks like it's a fine game on the PC. But on the Game Boy Advance, it, it's just so awkward. Do you love playing a game where you can't really distinguish anything from anything? This might be the game for you. What are you talking about? You don't like you don't like a wall that's just all brown, but something <laughs> on there you have to investigate. Because I love that. <laughs> I love it a lot. So what's the, what's the plot of this Nancy Drew game? Game? Yes, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Grainy screen. Uh, I don't know. Nancy Drew fucking around in a mansion. It's kind of wrong. Are there spooky right. ghosts? Maybe. <laughs> but Nancy Drew herself is like, I don't think so. It's probably greed. <laughs> <laughs> the voice acting I mean, sounded like they were all kind of in a muffled bathroom. <laughs> oh, it was awful. I watched a Let's Play of this. I was like, first off, the, the graphics are so bad. So I know it's of its time, but even of its time, it looks bad. The weird faces everyone had, the weird postures some of the characters had. I was like, yeah, no, this game is in of itself is a horror game. <laughs> That's why it's haunted. <laughs> it's a haunted mansion. Woo. <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, according to this, it is the uh, this Wikipedia I pulled up over this Nancy Drew game. It is. Uh, it was the country's sixty-fourth best-selling computer game in two thousand. If that doesn't scream it. amazing, <laughs> I don't it's, know what is. Outside of the graphics, the gameplay is not that bad. It is, there's a lot to the game. It just doesn't look pretty. But point Game Boy Advance, it's a shitty game. So for the PC, I can see it, and it's very good for the demographic it's after. Like kids can play this game you just sit them down on the computer and they're just going to go for hours trying to click on brown things but they're not going to care try to click on so. brown things <laughs> i begged to differ as a child i would have found this game wildly boring would have kicked the pc out the window and walked away it is it is incredibly boring it's so dry there's just nothing to it and like okay i guess there's a ghost all right who are you you're you're rose eh okay that's cool who are you okay hannah yeah Nice mansion you got here. Where are we? I don't know. Who cares? What happened to your face? Why does your face look like that? Because they're renovating. <laughs> like, couldn't couldn't we get some house on Haunted Hill here? Like, Nancy, could you find a dead body at the very least? No. All right. <laughs> That'd be too spooky. Spooky. Uh, did you play you? on junior or senior detective mode? I don't remember what I selected. <laughs> well, if you picked Junior, you get hints to the puzzles. 
So you could, you'd be like, well, this took longer than three seconds. Give me a hint. Ah, that's the solution. It kind of like points at your stupid brown wall a little bit. Kind of put your cursor in the right direction. I was like, this, it makes it way more enjoyable. But it takes out, takes out all of the fun of actually solving anything. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. It's a bad game. I thought it was boring and dry and terrible. So I fail. You just don't understand a good point-and-click mystery on a Game Boy Advance. I also fail it. <laughs> I also yeah, fail this, just for the graphics alone. I tried playing the Game Boy Advance version on a on an emulator, and I gave up after three minutes. Good. Uh, you will be happy to know the game clocks in at four hours. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to spend your $20... For that, uh, go for it. <laughs> it's twenty dollars. It's a twenty dollars game. Jesus, twenty yeah. bucks. Twenty bucks. I for thought a it'd be like a dollar. <laughs> it's it looks like it should be at least a dollar. Uh, Are you sure that this didn't come in like a Happy Meal at McDonald's? <laughs> that would actually make sense. Yeah, I'm looking at eBay I prices, mean, and you might be able to get one for ten bucks, but it shows the general prices kind of in that twenty dollar range. So yeah, my turn. Oh boy, if you, you knew it was coming, I picked a 3DO game for these detective ones, and it's a, also a point-and-click adventure. It's developed by Take-Two Interactive. Guys. I never knew they made games. <laughs> Honestly, I looked, I was like, Take-Two Interactive, that sounds familiar. I'm like, oh, they published a lot of shit. Like, well, they have Rockstar and I 2K. mentioned Bioshock and Borderlands <laughs> earlier. They yeah. also do Borderlands. <laughs> but they own Rockstar and... 2k i'm like okay and then i saw oh they made like eight games and this is one of the eight <laughs> yeah they i think i think the uh the the when they came out of making hell a cyberpunk thriller so this is the real cyberpunk ba- game everyone should be playing not that fake one coming out in december of this year Maybe. And i bet you this one wasn't delayed this one probably was not delayed <laughs> was it delayed after going gold probably not well this was a commercial success Selling three hundred thousand units in its first six months. Yeah, but on what? <laughs> that's a success. <laughs> Who cares, was, Joey? Don't worry about that part. <laughs> was that the DOS version that sold all this? Because I bet it was the DOS version. Well, this game came out in December of nineteen ninety four on the three DO. Uh, they were and made DOS. in conjunction. Yeah. Well, look, concentrating on the superior version, Joey. Okay. Uh, Take Two made the DOS version, so that's the superior version. We all know how good they are at making games. All okay, eight of them. so they're like Tetragon made the 3DO version, but they uh, they had the same bugs in them, so the developers had equal amount of problems. <laughs> the DOS did not have bugs. Okay, it did. The, it the absolutely PC did. Windows version had the game breaking bugs that 3DO also had. Wait, is there a difference between DOS and PC? Yeah, usually when people say PC, it's Windows. Uh, I didn't know that. Look at me learning things. So I don't think the DOS version had it, because I think they would have said DOS. Maybe the Mac was the only one that did it, which doesn't make sense. Okay, well, it's published by Game Tech and Tech 2, depending. Uh, Take 2, Tech 2. <laughs> so this is uh, notable for being one of the first CD-ROM games using speech with high-resolution graphics. So look at the 3DO breaking breaking barriers yet again. <laughs> uh, a lot of hell referenced in this game. Hell on Earth, very much uh, 
referenced. Um, there are a lot of good voice actors in this game, like Dennis Hopper, Stephanie Seymour, Jeffrey Holder. Uh, they're even in live-action footage thrown in this game randomly as they're talking to the, th the polygonal... <laughs> <laughs> political characters that kind of throws you off of like whoa that's a real person <laughs> like okay <laughs> i guess they're there so yeah the story is told through uh various fmv movies mixed with the 3d high-res political stuff uh it's in a dystopian universe of 2095 and the united states of america is under the control of a fascist theocracy called hand of god so yeah you, you know make that for what it's worth um Starts off very bizarre. It's full-on point-and-click adventure, so you're watching and listening to a lot of dialogue. Uh, learning about it. It gave me... Um, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, Total Recall? Give me Total, Total Recall, Recall vibes. Yeah, yeah. Why did I ask? I knew the answer right away. Anyways. Uh, so the game... Like, the two characters are in bed. You're a man and woman. They're deeply in love. They're lovers. Game makes it very clear to that, too. Uh, they each have the same dream where they're like going into hell and being sent there. And the woman wakes up spouting Latin and he just wakes up. He's like, man, that was weird. <laughs> I need a <laughs> stiff drink. <laughs> he leaves and uh, a scrub team from the government comes in to take him out. And they, uh, they somehow survive and they escape into the city in their underwear. <laughs> a real thing that happens. Uh, they uh, meet a meet a buddy of some kind, and the game just throws you into its universe. Like you already know everything that's going on about everything. It's very strange. It really get. I'm playing Thirteen Sentinels right now, and K. So are you? That game just throws you into the universe, expecting all of its cryptic dialogue. You have to piece things together as you play. You don't know half the things they're referring to. If you're lucky, this game takes that up a notch. <laughs> It's just like, oh, <laughs> this dude referenced from like five years ago in the game. Oh yeah, to man, he he was a he's a legend. You heard of him? Oh yeah, legend. Right, got it. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, unlike Thirteen Sentinels, it doesn't piece it together as you're playing. So this game, no, it just ignores that work. part. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't explain nothing to you. It's like, hey, this is stuff. You'll never know what this means. Uh, so yeah, it's um, I played an hour of this, and I was like, you know what? I got more wow. max pain to play. Uh, that's a lot but uh, on the wiki i like that computer gaming world declared it the 12th worst computer game ever released <laughs> but it was a commercial success joey how could it be bad guys i think it sold well to the dos and then it just sucked if everything else <laughs> people wised up i guess i mean the story's not bad the characters aren't bad the 3d was just bad did you guys notice when you talk to NPCs or the characters that you can recruit into your party? And I'll get to that because I I found a bad uh, uh, mechanic system in the game doing that. But did you notice when you're talking to all these characters that they have the same like three second motion that they do over and over again as they're talking to you? Yes. <laughs> uh, what'd you think of the game's dialogue? stilted that was the first thing that came to mind but I, I have my notes in front of me from watching an hour video of it and it's like uh the dialogues are stilted and sound like they're talking and like with something up their ass the entire time like they don't know how to speak like there's no inflections sometimes 
Oh, the woman villain was was the most egregious of them all. Oh yeah, that uh, was terrible. How could you let them escape? I will have since you don't have any balls because they're mine now. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that was okay. amazing acting there. I thought that was a great A. That's the best <laughs> shit I've heard all day. No, it's it's, it's some of the best dialogue acting I've ever ever heard. <laughs> so the sound effects were uh lacking there was also that at the beginning there's like i think it's supposed to be fire but it sounds like shitty sparklers That's okay what I have right down. you say they're lacking what you actually have to do is go into the menu and t- not only turn it on but you have to turn the music on as well otherwise it's pretty silent Ah, uh, so that's probably what the person who was watching play the game didn't do because I just heard shitty sparklers in the background. I'm like, what, yeah. what is that crackling sound? Yeah, there's there's a mode of sound effects that you have to turn on in the game. That is a real thing. I've learned very quickly that in these 3DO games, you have to go to the menu. Like the like the Doom 3DO version was the most egregious one, <laughs> where you have to actually make the window super small. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, I remember. So yeah, this is another case of you actually have to go in and change a lot of the options and things to, <laughs> to get the full experience. <laughs> hey, that opening song thing, the song they played in the opening. Dude, that was the... rocking. Yeah, that was great. I was like, oh, this looks cool. This might actually be a cool... No, it's not a cool game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mentioned the party members can be recruited by kind of uh, talking to the characters and... Uh, you actually can only recruit a certain number of people in the game. Your party becomes full and you can't recruit anyone anymore. So you have to like really pick and choose. But of course, you don't know that. So I quickly filled up my party size almost immediately. Uh, just from talking to people throughout the game. Because I tried to blast through this in an hour as far as I could. And I was like, oh, you can't. Oh, you have too many people in your group. I don't want to join you. What? What? And because of this... uh. You might need a certain person to unlock a puzzle later in the game, as I read, and that means I got a game over without even knowing it. So I could have gotten to that point in the game and just not progressed. Great! That's a big thumbs down! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the uh, you can actually go through point-and-click adventure puzzles and um, die or break the puzzle. So let's say like there's a rope to cut and you cut it at the incorrect time. Uh game over. Um take that for what it's worth. I I actually kind of like that in point and click adventure games when there's actually consequences to your actions, then you get to redo a couple of the puzzles over and over again. The problem with Hell, a Cyberpunk interactive or a Cyberpunk thriller interactive. Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> um is the dialogue just takes so long to go through each and every time very aggravating and you just don't really know when the game saves and how so that's the big issue with that and uh this game was notable for having um subtitles and certain dialogue be in incorrect orders to give you uh answers to puzzles so you're actually and because of the fact that you can actually die doing these puzzles you're like fuck i heard that right the subtitles were right What's, go- what's going on? Or they'll say something different to what the subtitles are, so you don't know what what clue needs to go in the correct order because of all this, so then you'll die. Uh, very game-breaking. The most notable, uh, as I'm reading the wiki here, because that was fascinating. I didn't, come acro- I didn't come across them. I had to watch a Let's Play to get to that point and see. 
So what's happening is you decode something and the word that is supposed to come out is fruit, but the code spells it F-R-I-U-T. Oh, no. So you're like, okay, maybe that's what makes it unique. You put that in, it's wrong, and then you're like, okay, maybe it's fruit then, the actual spelling. So they do they do a lot of shit like that. Um, and there's a couple other, like, unsolvable puzzles in the game uh, through various just cryptic means. Like, uh, you have to put in a state capital, but you have to put the comma in between it. It's like, oh, punctuation, very important for this puzzle. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Joey, how much did you play slash watch? Uh, oh, slash watch, because I don't play 3DO games. Um, I watched maybe about 30 minutes to an hour. Ooh, wow. It's a lot longer than uh, usual for you. Usually you're just like, this is bullshit. I'm oh, out. it is bullshit. I'm out but after five minutes. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what was going on, but, you know, I watched about 30 minutes of it, so I guess it's not too rememberable. Hmm. A lot of sass in this game, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, they're in hell. Why wouldn't there be sass? <laughs> well, they're in America, so I guess that's uh, similar these days. Wasn't the guy with horns? Wasn't he the devil? Yeah, so they go they go into a room, and that's like the way to hell or something or another. Uh, um, I thought they were in hell the whole time. Everything just seemed red. Uh, they did get to hell. That is different from the bar that's not in hell. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's all hell. I mean, there are, there are like androids and holograms that they can just add, you know, they basically become avatars. So, oh man, Kay, do you think Cyberpunk will be anything like this game? That would be amazing, right? If it's like this game, then it deserves to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk is not going to be advanced enough. This game takes place in a 2095 so it's yeah got about when, 20 years on it wait oh oh wait yeah what is that 2066 uh 27 2077 2077 yeah this one's way way further in the future much more advanced you're right joey uh, but 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 yeah. one question though does it have a genital slider the cyberpunk <laughs> game it, the 2077 game that if it doesn't have that then it's not advanced enough i don't know man. Uh, i mean there's some genitals you can slide on yeah Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Alan, you've been awfully quiet of hell, a cyberpunk thriller. Uh, I, I watched about as much as Joey did. And you guys said pretty much a lot of what I thought of it. Just awkward voice acting, awkward animations. And going to hell it's like why is it that video games have such a hard time creating a truly scary vision of hell i mean games like agony try so hard but they don't quite get it i mean i've seen scarier visions of hell in the simpsons and king of the hill although hellblade had a pretty chilling vision of hell i thought did it well yeah i mean you're you're wading through waist-deep blood with all these tortured souls and walls on either side of you, so, yeah. If you're looking to dive furthermore into hell, cyberpunk thriller, it goes for about $17 on the 3DO. That's way too much. Five bucks on the PC. It's about Still nine and much. a half hours to beat. Uh, if you're into point-click adventures, and you can look past its bugs. It's not the worst game in the world, but I'm still failing it. 
It's yeah, not the worst. Yeah. I think the the 3D ness of it's not that bad for an early 90s game. No, but not definitely at all. failing it. Not definitely fail. Like if it was more streamlined into actually explaining some things to you in its story, I would have definitely liked this more. Maybe I'll add it to my 3DO collection. I haven't decided yet because I am weirdly interested in pursuing it more. But my time is spent playing better games currently. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did you yes. say? What do you say? Um, I guess I think some of my notes. I think I already kind of put down what I said. The shitty sparklers, uh, mm-hmm. the janky looking cutscenes, the dialogue being stilted, and uh, my first well, was Dennis Hopper. What the fuck? Yeah, Dennis Hopper's in this one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was like, wait, Dennis Hopper's in this game? No, no, certainly not. And then he shows up. Oh, oh, it is him. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, that's about all I got. The game looked like it played poorly. I definitely wouldn't play this on a 3DO or a PC for that matter. So it's also if, very red. What if I got you a 3DO? Too much red. That's why I thought it was always in hell. Everything was red. Right, that's what I thought too, because it was everything is so red that I'm like, yeah, certainly this is all taking place in, in hell, right? A red tinge over everything. So everyone fails hell. <laughs> yep. As they should. As they should. Hell sucks. <laughs> all right. Okay, you got our last game pick here. What you got, baby? I got a Driver 3. You developed piece of by, shit. <laughs> developed by Reflections Interactive for the console and PC version. Velez and Dubal for the Game Boy Advance version. Why? The There's are a Game Boy Advance version of this piece of crap. How there is. I looked up video Boy. of it. It looks horrid. Um, The uh, Atari published this, but Sorrent published the mobile version that came later, I guess. Oh, no. Uh, was there uh, a yeah. version? Oh, it's out. Oh, it comes out. It came out on PS2, Xbox, the original Xbox, mobile, Windows, and Game Boy Advance. Uh, looks like there's supposed to be an Engage version, but it got canceled. Oh, oh, oh I would love to see that one. What it could have been. <laughs> that would be the version I would love to apply just for the jank. Um, it is. Uh, it all came out in 2004. All of it came out in June, actually. At the same same time frame, 21st to the 25th was the sort of release window. Um, and the story is, it's an action-adventure game with some some uh, investigative stuff, I guess. Is the third installment in the Driver series. For all those people that like the Driver series, the game focuses on John Tanner, an undercover FBI agent, as he investigates a car smuggling ring across three countries. He's an asshole. I hate this guy. All I'll say that I liked about the game was the main menu music was kind of cool. Very Miami Vice-like. The very first cutscene with them all shooting people confused the crap out of me. I didn't know what was going on. And one dude just ends up in the hospital. When did that happen? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, then the cutscene where he's driving in the car with all the credits was uh, pretty slick. Pretty cool. I kind of liked that part of the game. Then I saw the credits, and I was like, oh, hey, look, Michelle Rodriguez and Mickey Rourke are in this. Oh, and Iggy Pop. What the fuck? I just want to know, how is there a mobile version of this back on flip phones? I would like to know <laughs> That's that a good too. question, Joey. <laughs> 
it probably plays really, really poorly. Like the Game Boy Advance version seems to I mean, play. it probably plays better on the phone because it's all blocky and stiff anyway, so... <laughs> See, yeah. so I was watching a video of this. I watched a video of this because I refused to spend money on another driver game after buying the first one. Um, and it looked like it was a little janky. The car mechanics looked a little more difficult than they should have been, and it's totally not Grand Theft Auto. So you can find this game for like three dollars. <laughs> I refuse to spend any money on this game. Yeah, I, I had to watch it too because the copy I got from my emulator was all glitched out, so I couldn't play it. All or the words was it were all playing glitchy. exactly how it should have? <laughs> Possibly, I couldn't select anything because it was all glitchy. So oh, the game the person, didn't want me to play itself. Right. Well, the person I watched uh, also had parts where, like, cut, where like audio would just cut out. Like there was just parts where there was just audio was supposed to be there, and it just wasn't there. Oh, this game was not finished. There no, was no doubt in my wasn't. mind it was not finished. The guy I watched was always running diagonally, and I couldn't understand why. Cause it, it, but then I realized it took him that long to turn to look to where he was going that he was already running in that direction. It was weird. The car looked like it was unwieldy. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to drive in this game at all. Uh, you don't. Uh, you, oh, I see. Yes, you uh, you spin out constantly. Uh, the mechanics are super loose. Uh, and being that we just played the first driver on the PS1, how that game is able to control so much better is beyond my understanding. So that makes this atrociously unacceptable. The uh, I found myself comparing, hey, or this is a thought that went through my head. Hey, guys, do you want to play Grand Theft Auto? mixed with a mafia storyline, but it's terrible? <laughs> this no, game might be for you. It's totally not Grand Theft Auto. See, the guys that made it totally said that they're not making a Grand Theft Auto clone. Well, they said that. I believe liars. them. <laughs> I believe them. How are you telling me that the people that made this game are liars and thieves? <laughs> the game's called Driver them. 3, and you get out of your car half the time to go shoot people. Are you telling me the people that made this game are corrupt and would lie to me? How dare you? Allegedly. You see, Allegedly. It's not even close enough to a clone to be called a clone, so technically they didn't clone Grand Theft Auto, because then maybe it'd be a decent game with decent <laughs> controls. <laughs> maybe oh, no, so. you see, it. it's, a, it's, it's a shitty clone. It's, the, the it's a photocopy of it. A it's a photocopy. It's a faxed copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... So I was like, man, the driving mechanics suck. It's not finished. It's very glitchy half the time. It really reminded me of playing the original Watch Dogs when that came out on launch. On oh, PS3. God, yeah. That's what this reminded me of. Uh, where this game really dips in quality that just makes it unacceptable is when you go on foot and seemingly every mission wants you to get out of your car and go shoot dudes. Uh, the AI is just cardboard bullshit nobodies they don't do shit half the time if you get hit you're like immediately dead so it's a mixture of the uh of incredibly dumb ai but every once in a while they get lucky and take your ass out and you're just like this is stupid uh the controls are are super loose and not uh not responsive when you're out of the car so uh at least the driving and the character themselves are the same <laughs> in terms of being <laughs> horrid uh, I thought, I thought the sit the I only played the first city. There was no way I was playing more of this game. I was I was just having a suffering time. Um, some missions have time limits, 
which just seemed ridiculous to even throw that in there when you have a hard enough time as is just controlling anything. Uh, the cutscenes were good, but it seems like that's where all their budget went to. So definitely that. I mean, when I booted up, I was like, man, this looks like a PS3 game, but then you start playing and you're like, it doesn't look like a PS3 game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that intro, right? That intro cutscene with the credits looked super slick and Miami vice. Like that's cool. This might actually be kind of cool. No, <laughs> no, it's the not. cut to the actual graphics of the game was jarring. Yeah, it was like it went from good to, to the game, my the game god, Max Payne was better. It came out three, four years prior. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, everything's super blocky and gray in this, like, but it's a city. Yeah, well, if you're in Miami, maybe it should add, oh, I don't know, some purple and pink and some neon colors, maybe. You know, make it a little bit unique to it all. Yeah. You know, maybe some sand and palm trees and not whatever the fuck you want to call what that was. Yeah, I wouldn't call this Miami. I would call it uh, desert. <laughs> I would call it an industrial complex. Ooh, way better. Uh, game has some controversy with it called Driver Gate. Or oh, Driv yeah. or Driv Three uh, Driv the Driv Three R Gate. There we go. Uh, yeah. Turns out, possibly, maybe, allegedly, Atari paid off uh, reviewers <laughs> to review their game well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, they they bribed the the magazines with exclusive coverage of the game in exchange for a 9 out of 10 score. Yep. Drip 3 R gate. <laughs> See, what's, the, what's worse is you know games still do that, but this, is the, this game was so shitty that it couldn't even get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after negative well, coverage. No, publishers players. publishers give out early copies to people that they know will give them good scores. Because then, if they don't give them a good score, they don't get copies anymore. <laughs> it's like the same thing, yeah. though. <laughs> it might as well be the same thing. Yeah, I mean that happens in the tech world too. The graphics card companies won't send out to certain reviewers that they know they're going to rip it apart. It's bullshit. Like, Why bother sending out review year. copies at that point? <laughs> Remember every year Call of Duty would get a 9 out of 10, 9 out of 10. I mean, I'm willing to bet there was some, some money exchanged hands because some of those Call of Duties were 9 out of 10s. But this game was so bad, it couldn't even get away with the thing that most game companies probably do. It's like, this game is so shit, I don't want exclusive access to it. <laughs> you get exclusive access. Uh, yeah. So, game fails. It definitely fails. It left me in uh, nothing but rage boners throughout <laughs> the whole time. See, I remembered Colin. <laughs> this is the one that gave me a rage boner. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, you get a cookie. Yeah. Well, ooh, what kind of cookie? Uh, delicious My one. My fist. <laughs> really in hoping for like an cookie. oatmeal or something. Greg, what flavor is that, though? A fist cookie? Yeah. Blood. Out of curiosity. <laughs> Tastes like blood. Salt. Chocolate, or salt, better. and cherry. <laughs> no, no, better. Chocolate, salt, and cherry. No, better yet, I'll dip it in the organic juice that I touch every day at work and then punch it with it. <laughs> uh, sounds appetizing. I'll pass, though. So apparently there are two other cities in this game. Uh, nice and Istanbul. Take that for what it's worth. I can guarantee none of us got that far. Unless you guys want to interrupt me and say how wrong I am. No, I, I took a quick look at Istanbul. It looks worse because there's more brown. And it's later in the game, so it's probably more broken. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. looked at pictures of it because I couldn't find people, anyone that made it that far in the game. And I didn't want to look hard enough to see if I could find anyone that made it that far in the game. But it looked like it was the same crappy colors, but just brown is now added. Yeah, this game lives up to its reputation. Uh, yeah, so Driv 3R uh, fails spectacularly to me. Um, I just just like that it was very 70s, like, detective-esque show, which was very different than Max Payne, which was, like, more noir-type setup, but the gameplay was more current-type detectives where they just go around killing everybody because that's the way you solve crime, like killing the people you're trying to solve with. Sure. But I was just waiting for him to slide over the car every cutscene. <laughs> it was very my it was very Miami Vice. That's what I got from it. It looked very Miami Vice, so it was trying to ape that sort of motif and aesthetic to everything. Probably what it was going for. Game game's about thirteen hours. I can't imagine playing it that long. <laughs> I just can't. Why would you? I actually got a cheap Xbox copy. And apparently from the sounds of it, the Xbox copy was actually a little more f- complete than other copies and i played it it's not as glitchy as videos i've seen of it indicate colin i can assure you if you you remember that one time uh at uh uh what's 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 it called in toronto that we went to when we were playing a gravity rush Uh, and i actively tried i actively tried to break the game yeah. If you actively try to break Driver 3, it will happen. I can guarantee uh, it. I was going through... I was wrapping my car around poles, and the car would just get stuck in it. And then my character wouldn't <laughs> be able to get out. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Shit like that happens. Uh, there's an actual... I looked this up. Because I looked up like its best gl- glitches in the game. There is a literal hole in the map that you can find. <laughs> an actual hole in the world where you fall through and then you can just look up <laughs> yeah that's great that made me laugh I was like I gotta find this hole <laughs> like, doing that shit uh, was where I found the fun in the game and you shouldn't do that <laughs> you shouldn't do that that's like sonic boom type shit where it's like okay how am I gonna break it this time <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, this game was incredibly easy to to make it busted. Uh, you could phase your character through walls and shoot to the other side, if you so please. <laughs> There's a glitch I saw where the guy was in a car, and the car was just stationary, but was moving like it was driving. Oh yeah. And it was getting, <laughs> and it was getting hit by other cars that were just pushing it along. It was weird. Oh yeah. Like it, it glitched, everything bricked, but like there was like a truck pushing his car, and it just wasn't moving really come up with a theme where it's just broken games <laughs> although that might get re- redundant just saying the same thing about each game yeah this game's broken although it would be fun like going through all the glitches that we found and experienced <laughs> yeah i gave up after four missions because at one point you gotta do a mission on the water and i couldn't oh, get that it one's to, horrible i couldn't Horrid. get it to work couldn't get it to work that's a that's a statement or rather, and a half. It's more like I couldn't I couldn't really work the game in order to succeed. It's like at one point you have to pull up to a dock with your speedboat and then 
climb up to the nose of the speedboat and jump onto the dock. All the while, you got all these goons shooting at you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And even with their bad AI, they'll still tear you apart before you can even set foot on the dock. So I was like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, you gotta find ways to break the AI. Which isn't totally difficult, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the game's about three bucks. Might be too much money for it. Goes for about 13 hours. Uh, easy fail. <laughs> yeah, easy fail. A hard fail. Hard, hard fail. Hard fail. I wouldn't even spend money on it. That's how bad it fails. Uh, you would have <laughs> to give me money, or I would give you money to not have it. How about that? <laughs> yes, yes, I will pay you to get this game away from me. There you go. Don't let my don't let Driv Three R even touch another game of mine. <laughs> <laughs> don't even want to touch it in my hands. Just sanitize them and please take it away. All right. So our games we chose for the podcast were Max Payne on the PS2 and Xbox, Phoenix Wright on the Game Boy Advance and DS, Nancy Drew Three Message in a Haunted Mansion on the Game Boy Advance. Hell, a cyberpunk thriller on the 3DO, and Driv 3R on the PS2 and Xbox. Colin, your favorite and least favorite game and your tears, if you will. Okay. I think my favorite... I think I'm going to say Max Payne. I mean, Phoenix Wright is a close second, but I feel like Max Payne is more of an actual game rather than a vehicle for a story. And... My least favorite, I think I'm going to say, I'm undecided between Hell or Driver 3, but I'm going to say Driver 3 just because it's more notoriously broken. And it's more boring, because at least there's a little bit of entertainment value in how awkward Hell is. My fist is in the air in victory. (laughs) I will take it. It's not the first time I I haven't named the 3DO game as the worst. Well, I, small victories, Colin. <laughs> Anywho. I gotta, I gotta like, right. count up how many 3DO games we've played for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just look too at all many. the Fs. I assured you, too many. Just look at all <laughs> the Fs. <laughs> In Your tears, case. please. I give Max Payne an S, and Phoenix Wright also an S, Driver 3, F, (laughs) Uh, Hell, also an F, (gasps) and Nancy Drew 3, I give the PC version a C, but the Game Boy Advance version gets an F. F it is. Wow, two S's and three F's. Two ends of the spectrum there. (laughs) Yeah, really. If only we could have gotten Hotel Dusk in here, but that's not old enough yet. All right. Kay, your favorite, least favorite, and your tears, if you will. My favorite, goes without saying, is Max Payne. Uh, my least favorite, and uh, you might have to lower that fist a little bit there, JD, is uh, Hell. Ah, oh, you suck. You're just doing it to spite me. I know it. I'm not inviting As, uh... you on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it was just a little too jank. And I just couldn't get into the point the and click adventure. <laughs> that was a jank. Oh, oh, that one was just funny for the faces. This one I didn't have any funniness with outside of Dennis Hopper being at the crowd. What the fuck? Dennis Hopper. Okay. As for my tears, uh, Max Payne is an S. Uh, Ace Attorney would get a C. 
because I only remember playing the one mission and somewhat mm-hmm. enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy Drew gets an F. Uh, Hell gets an F. And Driver 3 gets an F, but if I could go lower, I would like to go lower. <laughs> Joey, what you got, my friend? Uh, my favorite game, Max Payne. Um, least favorite? That's uh, a toughie. Don't you yeah, say it, Joey. Toughie. You have some you have some contenders though for this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Driver Three. Driver Three is least favorite. Um I'm gonna give an A to Max Payne. I'm gonna give a C to Phoenix, right? Uh, I mean it's a it's a decent game, but it's barely a game. It's good for what it is, but that's all I can really do for it. I'm gonna give Nancy Drew a D, because I still think there's somewhat of a game there. <laughs> that's well put <laughs> you can still kind of play it so and hell getting an f oh, and driver three guys. is getting an f you guys come on all right favorite game max Payne across the board i also give it an a but it's still an s at the end of the day because of the way around um my least favorite is driv 3r <laughs> When you give me a rage boner, you're not doing something right. Uh, Nancy Drew was at least close to that, just because on the GBA it was kind of unplayable to me. But yeah, I agree, Joey. It gets a D. There's at least a semblance of a game there. Uh, Phoenix Wright, I'm giving a B. I'm in the same realm as as Joey in the opinion. I just think it's a little bit better than average. Uh, Hell, I'm get- it hardly matters. I give it a D. It gets an F regardless because of you guys. <laughs> and Drip 3R gets an F. So F's across the board for Drip 3R. Then <laughs> I guess that would make Phoenix Wright a B. Fair enough. And if you and... give Drip 3R incomplete, that'd probably be more apt for its grade. So the question Not is do we round game? up or down for Nancy Drew? What, what are we at? Two D's and two F's? Two D's and two, Z, two F's, yeah. So that would round up, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. I guess we it's halfway do that. there. I guess we can do a but D minus. We, D minus, but well, you know, when you get to the bad, you almost want to round down. <laughs> uh, I guess it's your call. Yeah, Whatever way fine. you want to round. He is fine. So our next theme is episode eighty-one. It's TV-based games. So specifically, games based on TV shows. Strap in. I hope they're as bad as my movies pick. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so that's our next episode. This was episode 80 of the Redley Furcher cast, Detective Games. See you next time. Bye. Bye now. See ya. <laughs>